you might recall towards the end of last year, it was a story I think that really um, shook us all. An eight-year-old boy struck by a car in Bees Creek. It happened just last year after leaving to walk. Uh, well, uh, well, now he's he ha- is learning to walk and talk again. Little Harrison and his family this week have actually been out meeting the paramedics, the doctors, and the nurses who saved his life. Now, joining me on the line right now is eight-year-old Harrison's mum, Paula. Apostolus. Sorry, Paula, if I pronounced that name wrong. Good morning to you. Good morning, Patty. Oh, thanks so much for your time this morning, Paula. Can you just talk us through, for those listeners who aren't aware of exactly what happened to your little fella last year, what happened? Um, so when Harrison was getting off the bus, um, I suppose just... Um, I don't know how to say it because I certainly don't blame the driver. She was just as traumatised as I was at the scene. Um, So I think just two bad choices caused an accident that day and um, he was just very lucky the stars aligned and he had all the best paramedics on the scene that day that put him in an induced coma on the scene because he had a traumatic brain injury. Um, and then he spent about two weeks in an induced coma in Darwin Hospital. And um, unfortunately, in Darwin Hospital, we have no paediatric neuro rehab, so yeah. then we're off to Adelaide for the last 10 weeks. And um, he's been doing intensive neuro rehab, which is five days a week. And he's doing really, really well now, Katie. Oh, I'm so, so happy to hear that, Paula. Tell me, how, like, is he back to himself? How's he going? Um, he's getting there. He still really struggles with um, headaches. Um, he still speaks very slowly. Is that him he's in the background? Me he's next to me now telling me he's got a headache. <laughs> oh. um, he still struggles with um, his concentration. Um, he still gets very tired and sometimes needs a wheelchair, especially long distances. Um, it'll be a while before he gets back to school, but look, his prognosis in the beginning was not very good. And he's beat all the odds and he's come back with flying colours. What an absolute little legend he sounds like he is, Paula. How are you going? It must have been so bloody hard for you. I don't. So as now I've got home, I've actually got a bit of a cold. I think I've just run myself ragged. But now we're finally home and I can sort of relax a bit. I think I'm just, um, you know, everything's taken over. Yep. Now, but as soon as we got home, all I wanted to do was thank these fantastic paramedics and ICU nurses and doctors that not only supported him but supported me. Yeah. Just fantastic people we've got out there and those paramedics, what they did, they were the ones who gave him a chance at survival, you know. They are incredible. And the, and, and the police, and that's right, and the police that were all there on the scene. 
It, oh, look, I can't imagine the trauma, um, you know, that you've gone through and that little Harrison's gone through and, you know, what the paramedics, what the police, what those first responders do in the first instance is just unbelievable. That's right. You know, um, is- you must be feeling like you're indebted to them. I certainly do, and that's why as soon as we got back, I had to do it. And you know what absolutely blew my mind is Harrison is the first, in the 26 years of him being a paramedic, he's the first patient to come back and thank them. Oh, goodness me. I couldn't have lived my life without doing it at all. Goodness me. Without them, he wouldn't be here, so... Oh, Paula, I mean, what, you know, what would you say about those first responders, but also all of those health staff, staff that have helped your little boy? They're just amazing. They are one of a kind. They're put on this earth to do their job because they are just one of a kind people. Helping people through their hardest time in their life and they're, they're supporting just amazing people. How did you feel when you saw them? How did you feel when you saw them earlier in the week? And how did they feel? I couldn't keep it together. (laughs) I was so emotional. I was so emotional. All I wanted to do was get back to St. Louis Paramedics. I bet. Look, I also wanted to bring up, like, the road safety awareness side of it, Katie. Yeah, yeah. People just need to remind their kids about the road rules and people just need to slow down. You're spot on. And, you know, Paula, it's a it's a worry, hey? Like, whether it's around schools, I know that this was at, uh, on Bees Creek Road. I know it's a, you know, it's a different sort of situation. But when kids are little, they don't think about road safety in the same way that you or I would, you know? And, yeah. and we, we've all just got to be so aware of that. Yes, that's right. And we need to remind our children and we all need to slow down. And I think also I think some footpaths on Bethlehem Road will not go astray. Um, or some bus stops where there's an actual bus stop where cars have to stop behind the bus instead yep. of going around the bus. Um there's so many things that could have helped this situation. Yeah. Paula, we'd been speaking about that actually last week um, and we had we had wondered that, whether, you know, we should be in a situation here where along Bees Creek Road where there does need to be either a bus stop, some signage or a footpath to make sure that, that the kids are safe. That's, yeah, I 100% agree. And me and my daughter... Um, talks about once Harrison's better he still needs a lot of therapy that that will be our next focus you know well, Paula, I'd be more than happy to try and help you, uh, you know, have you on the show to try and to help you to really raise that awareness and uh, and to try and lobby if you want to for something like absolutely. that. Absolutely, Katie. It would be awesome. Like yeah. I said, I just need to get Harrison back to where he needs to be and then my focus can switch to that. Paula, how have you, like, how have you been through all of this? You know, I know I know your focus, you're a mum, you're a beautiful mum, and uh, I can hear that in your voice. Your focus is wholly and solely on, on your son and your children right now, but how have you been? I've been really good. Like I say, I just, 
as long, I, whatever Harrison needs, I was going to do. It's, it's a mum thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've been positive. I've stayed happy and positive to keep the environment good. Um, I had to stay in the hospital. We were in the hospital for six weeks in Adelaide, and then we went to the Ronald McDonald House and just walked back for therapy. Um, you know what? I didn't really think about it. You yeah. just do what you got to do as a mum. What a bloody wonderful mum you are. And Paula, um, well, you're our Territorian of the Week this week as well. You get yourself a, a voucher for Malone's Butchery out there at Gateway. Um, I, I'm so glad that Harrison's on the road to recovery and I'm so glad you so that you're doing well. Thank oh. you so much. Sorry. Paula, stop it. I am a crier from way back. You're going to get me going and I won't be able to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a very emotional week. <laughs> oh, Paula, you are incredible. Honestly, um, I, I, any parent listening this morning, I think, is going to be crying their eyes out as well, thinking about what you've been through. Um, and your eight-year-old boy, what a little legend he is. <laughs> He really is, Katie. I'd love to meet him at some point, so I'm sure next time you're in town, if you're around the radio station, come and say g'day. Um, But, Paula, we will make sure that we've got your details so that you can uh, get your voucher because you are a very worthy Territorian of the Week this week. Thank you so much. Oh, Paula, thank you. Thanks for having a chat with us this morning. All my love and best wishes to you and your beautiful family. Thank you. Thank you. It's Katie. Thank you.